Dear students, wherever you go, whatever you do, knowledge is right here for you. AP State Council of Higher Education created podcasts for easy and quick access to innovative learning. They aim to reinforce fundamental concepts. These engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills. Come, listen, learn and lead the world. Hello learners, welcome to Biotechnology Podcasting on the platform of AP State Council of Higher Education and Commissioner of Collegiate Education, Andhra Pradesh. You are listening to Indira, Assistant Professor in Biotechnology from KBR Government College for Women, Autonomous, Karnul, Andhra Pradesh. You are listening to Biotechnology Podcast. Welcome to today's session. Today we will be talking on cord curve analysis or cord value. So what is this uh, cord curve? So C-O-T. This cord is not a word. It is a value. You please uh, understand it. So it is a value. So this value is obtained by multiplying DNA concentration and time. So here the CO in that cot it represents the initial DNA concentration and T it represents the time in seconds. So the concentration you know that it is measured in moles per liter and the time here it is measured in seconds. So this Kotko analysis was done in mid 1960s by the scientists Roy Britton and Eric Davidson along with some other workers. So this analysis was carried out to study the complexity of the genome. So they want to know how much amount of the repetitive DNA is present in the genome. So uh, they have done this, that is this technique uh, is done, this technique was studied based on the principle of DNA renaturation kinetics. So before going to that uh, uh, renaturation kinetics, let's uh, see some of the basic terminology which we will be coming across uh, during this uh, period of learning. Okay, so first coming to the repetitive sequence. So repetitive sequences are the sequence of bases or the nucleotides that occur in multiple copies throughout the genome. So this repetitive DNA was first detected while studying this renaturation kinetics. So then unique sequence. So unique sequence means here uh, the sequence of nucleotides are present only once in the genome. That is they are existing as single copy. Okay. So this repetitive sequence if you take for example I am having a three base sequence GCA. The GCA sequence, the triplet sequence, if it is repeated many times, 10 times, 100 times, 1000 times, then you are calling that one as 
highly repetitive hmm? thousand to ten thousand times that gca sequence if it is repeated in the genome you are calling that one as highly repetitive sequence if the same sequence is uh, repeated hundred times you are saying that one as moderately repetitive sequence and if the gca that sequence is repeated on it is present only once then you are calling that one as unique sequence okay so whenever a sequence is there only once you are calling it as unique sequence when it is present many many times huh you are calling that one as highly repetitive when it is uh, present only sometimes you are calling it one as a moderately repetitive sequence okay so with this uh, basic idea we will be moving on to other terms denaturation and renaturation so what are these in native state if you see the dna structure under normal conditions it is double stranded and both the strands they are joined by hydrogen bonds these hydrogen bonds they are formed between nitrogen bases the two strands so the two strands you will be having the nitrogen bases and between these nitrogen bases you will be seeing the hydrogen bonds you know that the dna strands are complementary in nature that is the nitrogen base adenine it always pairs with thymine by two hydrogen bonds and guanine it pairs with cytosine with three hydrogen bonds so a pairs with t and g pairs with c you know that hmm? when you hit the dna what happens means uh, the hydrogen bonds which are present between the two strands they break and the double stranded dna is converted into single stranded form and this process th that is this process it is called as denaturation means conversion of the double stranded dna to single stranded dna is called as denaturation if you cool the dna sample or decrease the temperature the single stranded dna again rejoin or anneal to form double stranded dna after a period of time and now you are calling this as renaturation okay so conversion of this single stranded dna back to double stranded form is called as renaturation so this denaturation and renaturation of dna can be best studied using spectrophotometer okay so biophysical technique you know that this dna it shows maximum absorbance at 260 nanometer wavelength so this absorbance is measured in optical density values or od values so this double stranded dna it shows low absorbance whereas single stranded dna it shows high absorbance why why it so so if you see that is uh, the dna it strongly absorbs the uv light at 260 nanometers mainly due to the resonance structure due to the cyclic structure of the nitrogen bases that is the purines and pyrimidines 
So in the double stranded DNA the nitrogen bases are inside the double helix they are enveloped they are covered by the sugar phosphate backbone so we get less absorbance the double stranded DNA will be get absorbing less uh, less wavelength of light we will be getting less OD value if you take the single stranded DNA because here the nitrogen bases they are exposed outside we get more absorbance or more OD value okay so thus by measuring the absorbance the nature of the DNA whether it is single stranded or it is double stranded how the uh, it is present in the sample it, it is it present in single stranded form or double stranded form you can know it clearly just by seeing the OD values okay and by measuring the renaturation time that is the time taken for the conversion of single stranded DNA to double stranded DNA the amount of the repetitive DNA present in the sample can also be known since uh, the renaturation uh, this time it is uh, directly proportional to the amount of uh, repetitive DNA. So let's recap the things what we have learned. The cot value tells about the genome complexity. It gives the information about the repetitive sequences and the unique sequences of DNA present in the genome. And you see the repetitive sequence is all the sequence of bases that occur in the multiple copies they are present in multiple copies you are calling them as a repetitive sequence and if the sequences are nucleotides they are present only once you are calling it as unique sequences and the denaturation means the conversion of double stranded DNA to single stranded DNA renaturation means the opposite the single stranded DNA is converted to double stranded form and both these uh, denaturation and the renaturation kinetics can be best studied using spectrophotometer and you have also learned that the DNA is having maximum absorbance and 260 nanometers because of that uh, nitrogen basis and in that the double stranded DNA is having low absorbance and the single stranded DNA is having high absorbance. So with this uh, basic uh, knowledge we will be moving forward to learn more about cord curves. Dear learners, welcome back to the next segment of Cot Curves. We have learned that Cot analysis was done to study the genome complexity. This genome complexity can be known in terms of repetitive sequences present in the DNA sample. And the amount of the repetitive DNA in the sample can be measured by studying the DNA denaturation and renaturation using spectrophotometer. 
the cord curve studies the analysis of the renaturation of dna in particular and if you see this dna renaturation it mainly depends on four factors so these cord values they depend mainly on four factors they include the concentration of the dna the time buffer factors and viscosity coming to the first factor the concentration of the dna it represents the amount of the dna present in the buffer sample the initial concentration it is the amount of the dna which is present in the buffer sample and time it represents the renaturation time that is the time taken for the conversion of the single stranded dna to double stranded dna and it is measured in seconds and buffer factors the third one so in that buffer in particular we will be focusing on the cation concentration the cations present in the buffer they bind to the negative sugar phosphate backbone and it acts like a shield stabilizing the dna so the more or less the cation concentration will be affecting the renaturation property of this dna the fourth one is the viscosity so for cot analysis we will be taking a pure dna so there will the viscosity it will be zero but if ever it is contaminated with proteins or any other thing the viscosity it increases and it alters the renaturation of the dna so these are the four factors the concentration dna time buffer factors and viscosity which are taken into consideration while doing this cot analysis okay then now moving on to the graph part how we are getting a, that curve how we are able to plot that curve so this uh, cot curve it is the graph which is obtained by plotting the percentage of single stranded dna on y axis and cot log or cot value on x axis okay so here we are taking the amount of single stranded dna present in the buffer sample on y axis and the cot value on x axis so this cot value or cot log it is the product of three things one is concentration of dna second one is renaturation time and the third one is buffer factors the product of these three things concentration of dna time and buffer factors it gives the cot value and this cot value is taken on x axis so by plotting up this percentage of single stranded dna on y axis and cot value on x axis you will be obtaining a curve and this curve is called as cot curve and uh, now let's see the pr uh, procedure um, here let's imagine that we are taking we are having a buffer solution and it is uh, having single stranded dna the solution is uh, containing only single stranded dna so there is no renaturation okay at the initial time period t0 or t is equal to 0 seconds 
since no renaturation the percentage of single stranded dna will be high okay as the time moves on or we go forward the percentage of the single stranded dna it will be decreasing that is the single stranded dna it starts to reassociate to form double stranded dna in that manner the renaturation rate it is uh, here it is directly proportional to the amount of repetitive dna present in the cell so if repetitive dna sequences are more in our dna the renaturation occurs in short time and less time means low cot value and if the dna is having unique sequences that is the sequences of present only once the renaturation or the reassociation it takes long time means uh, and uh, more time means high cot value okay so if you uh, just uh, see the graph that cot curve it starts at the top of y axis and moves down and stops at the right end of the x axis the upper curve nearer to the y axis it shows renaturation in short time so it is having low cot value and the lower curve which is nearer to the x axis it show renaturation after a long time so it is having high cot value so if you just uh, see the um, the colored uh, graph in the cover page then you will be getting a clear idea so the top portion of that curve which is uh, nearer to the y axis it shows uh, low cot value because uh, the dna is renaturating in a short time whereas the lower part of the curve nearer to the x axis it is renaturating after a long time so it is having high cot value okay thus uh, we can conclude that the if the genome is having repetitive dna it renatures fastly in short time so they will be having low cot value and if genome is having unique sequences it takes long time to renature and they will be having high cot value let's understand the cot curve in a better way by taking an example here uh, you are taking uh, two test tubes and you are adding into that one phosphate buffer solution to that buffer in one test tube you are adding a bacterial dna let's imagine it's an e coli dna sample and the second tube you are taking a eukaryote dna the dna which is extracted from eukaryote let's say it's a plant from wheat wheat dna you are adding so equal concentration of uh, both dna samples were taken uh, in this two separate test tubes and the buffer concentration is also same in both of the test tube and 
then uh, you are subjecting uh, these test tubes to heat so what happens the double stranded dna will be converted into single stranded that is denaturation it will be occurring so after a period of time the buffer contains on the whole only the single stranded dna and if you again subject them to cooling if you subject them to cooling by decreasing the temperature the single stranded dna it starts to reassociate to form double stranded dna in that manner the renaturation it starts and proceeds and progresses the tube containing the wheat dna the eukaryotic dna it anneals faster that is it takes a short time to convert all its single stranded dna to double stranded dna whereas the tube containing the e coli dna it renatures or it anneals at a slow rate that is it takes more time to convert its single stranded dna to double stranded form so this can be known by the uh, by measuring the absorbance as we have seen by using the spectrometer by measuring the absorbance value we can uh, in indirectly detect this uh, renaturation okay so why it is happening means if you see this wheat it contains 90% of the genome of wheat genome contains a repetitive dna whereas 10% is containing single copy genes and if you take the bacterial dna the e coli dna 99.7% of its genome is containing unique sequences and only very light 0.1 to 0.3 it is containing repetitive dna because uh, the wheat genome is having more repeated sequences it is annealing faster and since uh, e coli or the bacterial dna is containing uh, unique sequences because the sequence is uh, presents only once the renaturation it is taking more time for renaturation so in this way we can study that we can conclude that the genome having repetitive dna renatures fastly in a short time and it will be having low cot value whereas uh, that is the wheat is having low cot value because more repetitive dna whereas equally it is having unique sequences so it is taking long time to renature and it is having high cot value okay so that is the conclusion and uh, uh, and uh, simply we can say that the repetitive dna has low cot values than the unique sequences we can just give this statement that the repetitive dna will be having lower cot values than the unique sequences containing dna now uh, let's see the applications why this cot analysis is done and where it is applied
So in this segment we will be learning about some of the applications of cot curves and also we will be revising the whole chapter by discussing some of the questions. Okay. So coming to the application the eukaryotic genome it shows more complex cot curves than the prokaryotic DNA. By analyzing the cot curves we will be getting the information about the complexity of the genome. And the second application is it tells about the relative proportion of the single copy genes and also the repetitive sequences which are present in a genome. For example, if you take a equally genome, 99% of the genome is containing single copy genes. And if you take a higher organisms like this particular mouse, it is having a uh, more amount of repetitive DNA compared to that of the single copy gene and the other thing is it tells will be giving the information on various physical and chemical properties of DNA like melting temperature absorbance stability of the DNA purity of the DNA viscosity etc all this can be studied uh, by means of this cot uh, curve analysis and another uh, advanced technique called as cot filtration CF. This technique is derived from cot curve analysis. It separates the repetitive DNA from single copy genes so that we can focus more on the coding part of the genome and we can know how the, that the coding uh, uh, genes are able to express, uh, able to produce useful information like this proteins, RNA or any special characters to the organism. So it can be known. So these are some of the applications of uh, this cot analysis. Hope uh, you have understood this lesson. Before closing, let's discuss a few questions and recollect what we had learned. So the first question. What is the procedure behind cot value estimation? Yes, so the process which is involved in calculating the cot value, it involves the denaturation of DNA by heating and later it is allowed to re-anneal by cooling. The renaturation of the DNA is estimated by using spectrophotometer. Okay. And on what factors does cot value depend? Yeah, so you know that it is four factors. One is concentration of the DNA. Second one is renaturation time or reassociation time. Third one is buffer factor, in particular the cation concentration. And the fourth one is viscosity. Okay, now going to the third question. How you can calculate the cot value if you are given the values? So, let's say if the DNA concentration is 0.05 moles per liter, the renaturation time is 344 seconds and the buffer factor is 5.8. How you will be calculating the cot value? Yes you know that uh, there is a formula for the cot value so cot value is the product of dna concentration 
renaturation time and buffer factor so just by multiplying all the three things you will be getting the pot value so pot value is equal to the dna concentration is 0.05 into renaturation time is 344 seconds and into the buffer factor 5.8 0.05 into 344 into 5.8 so if you multiply all these three things you will be getting 100 as the answer so cot value is 100 so if ever you are given uh, the values of this uh, dna concentration time and buffer factor you'll be multiplying all these three and getting the cot value it's simple okay now let's uh, see the last question and what does low and high cot value indicate so this low cot value whenever our dna size is very small you will be getting low cot value and also if our dna is having more number of repetitive sequences then also you will be getting low cot value so the low cot value is due to small size dna and also the dna which is having uh, more number of repetitive sequences will be giving low cot value when does you get the high cot value so if you are having large sized dna so it takes more time to renature so that time also you will be getting high cot value and another thing is if our dna is containing unique sequences that is single copy genes or if it is having less repetitive dna ultimately you will be getting high cot value okay the simple way to uh denote this is high cot value means large size dna and the dna with unique sequences low cot value means small size dna and the dna with more repetitive sequences okay with this uh, discussion i stop here itself hope you understood well keep on learning and enjoy the beauty of science thank you